Vegas 81 back at the apex for another random main event here Barbosa versus Yusuf however the card's fairly deep there's a couple good fights here I've been breaking down a few of them on the main card full main card breakdowns of course providing free picks leans price talk and what to avoid eight out of ten profitable client cards down week last week uh, due to being caught by a few of the upsets let's go over those uh, quickly uh, we did go one and one in the main event I uh, had my favorite play on the card, uh, cash, it was fight not to go the distance in the main event. Just didn't think it would be Bobby Green that would be getting the finish. I did parlay with the 49ers, got that at plus 120. Uh, good value there. Uh, probably one of the easiest fights not to go the distance, right? 30 second finish. I just thought it would be more Dawson getting the fight down on the ground. It was on him by submission at plus Happen at times, right? It shows Dawson's maybe little too eager to try to get the fight down to the ground. Green knew this was going to uh, tr be a possibility. Got a nice sort of, you know, right hand un uppercut there. Uh, and it wasn't a, that hard of a shot. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't a big shot. Even Green said he was surprised and knocked him out. So Dawson, uh, does he have chin concerns? Possibly. Uh, we have seen him been knocked down before in a fight. Uh, so, you know, tough loss for Dawson. Uh, if he won that fight, he was going to be probably getting a top 10 guy because he was ranked 10th. Um, so, big win for Bobby Green. What do you do next with Bobby Green, right? He's fought out pretty much everybody. Um, continues to, uh, usually when he steps up in competition, he loses. So, it's a big win for him. Uh, nice win uh, for Bobby Green. And, uh, you know, hats off to him. Um, this happens, right? It happens in the UFC. Big shots like that. Um, that will just be like, wow, what just happened? Big underdog caches uh, in Bobby Green. Let's do a UFC update here for you guys. 66% on the year average line plus money. Average line plus money. Remember, I'm attacking plus money for the most part. Not all the time, but average is going to average to plus money. Two fight parlays, 69% in two fight parlays. Plus 69.2 units long term. 8 out of 10 profitable client cards. NFL update. What a start to the year uh, in the NFL. 5 for 5 profitable client cards. Plus 14.3 units. 73% all bets on the year. Uh, free play video viewers. If you're not a client just watching the video uh, week uh, weekly videos that I uh, put out. Also very profitable, right? 10 and 1 free play underdogs. I give out usually two, sometimes three underdogs uh, that I like. Um, Ten and one on the year, guys. Ten and one. Watch Beat the Books podcast out every Friday. You're not going to find numbers like that anywhere around the betting market, especially for free. Uh, PGA down week last week. Uh, in the PGA, nine out of 11 profitable cards. Uh, 13 outrights on the year, 65% matchups, plus 89.4 units prop market. 
long term. It was a great PGA season uh, for myself and clients. NHL's back. NHL is back. Futures have been sent out already. I do have a best bet pending on a point total. Uh, game bets will be coming soon. I like to analyze, get enough data before I pull the trigger, especially game one of the NHL. Probably have some NHL bets out next week. NHL's been great uh, the past two years, 66% two years ago, and last year was 64% higher volume. Um, we had a Carolina best bet winner as well, over 102 points that cashed easily for us. Systemsportscapping.com or link.me slash systemcapping for everything system capping. Subscription opportunities. Receive my personal plays in all sports, guys. Early bets. Uh, I get before the line movements. Monday, Tuesday, I send out an early line betting card for clients for the NFL. Lines that I think will move. Most of the time, they do. Weekly updates over their client draws, detailed write-ups and unit sizes on each bet and more. Like this video, guys. It helps me out a ton. Follow me on all social media for sports betting news, sports news, free picks, and updates. Some UFC news, guys. We have some big UFC news. I'm not the UFC news type of guy, <laughs> but this does affect uh, the card next week in a big way, so I do got to talk about it. Wild coming in yesterday. It happened. We found out that Charles Oliveira is out of the main event, I think after the Dana White Contender Series in his press conference. I actually missed it, so I saw it in the morning. Bad cut for Oliveira. Cannot fight. Cannot fight. In comes the hero, Volkanovski, and this fight just got better. Right, Even though it's a 12-day short-notice fight, Volk said he has been training. He stays in good shape. Um, I did watch his interview, though, on his YouTube channel before doing this video. It was a little bit concerning because he was bringing up the you know, 12-day notice. He was out kind of partying a little bit, drinking a little bit. Uh, but now he's back uh, getting into shape. So, yeah, it's a little concerning. And, you know, if I had to bet the fight now, it would be Islam due to the short-notice uh, Islam has been training. I don't. I don't think the training changes that much from Volk to Oliveira, right? Oliveira maybe has a little more active submission game, but it's not going to change a ton. So that's why I would favor um, Islam here early. But Volk's the last guy you want to count out, right? This is what he does. This is why everyone loves the guy. Taking this fight, hats off to him. Uh, he has a chance to win the fight for sure. Uh, it's just going to be uphill battle, right? It's going to be a tough. Um, tough hill to climb. Three to two Islam I had in the first one. I do think Islam won that fight. Close fight. I wouldn't I wouldn't have said it was a robbery if Volk won. Um, but I did have Islam winning that fight. Interesting seeing how this one goes. Can't wait to break that down for you guys next week. And Komain also changed, guys. About 12 hours later, uh, we found out that Costa's not fighting. He already had a surgery. Cannot fight. In comes Kamara Usman. Wow. Moving up to 185, he walks around like 200, he's a big guy. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how he moves up to 185. Can he still be as effective up there? Um, I would love to see these two guys wrestle, please. Like, I don't always sit here and say, you know, I love wrestling matches, but I would love to see how a wrestling fight goes between these two. I think it's going to be on the feet for the most part. Who's going to have the better striking, more impo impactful striking? It's fairly even on the feet. Who's going to improved it? I would probably maybe lean... Chemayev on the feet, but it, 
It would be a good fight. It would be a close fight if it stays on the feet. I'd be interested to see if these guys can wrestle. I would love to see how the wrestling exchanges go uh, between these two. So excited to break down this card next week. Let's hear from my friend Kristen before we get into this card. For you sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help reading those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, and subscription opportunities. I'm going to be following him along too, so let's win some money together this season. Shop around, guys. Shop around, shop around, shop around. I say it every week. It's very important. Uh, get the best prop out there. Best number. Have accounts in multiple areas, multiple books. Best way to beat the books profit-wise and get the best number out there. Let's get into the main event. Yes, main event. Uh, the main event that no one really asked for, uh, but it is here. It, it could be a good fight. Uh, Yusuf minus 170 versus Barbosa plus 140. Um, paper could be exciting, right? We could see a striking battle. Um, it is a five-round fight. Don't expect to go all five rounds. A um, couple of notes here. You know, this will be Yusuf's first main event. First five-rounder. Barbosa hasn't fought five rounds since 2018. He has been in a few, few five-rounders, though. Uh, both guys, very high-level strikers. Uh, limited grappling and wrestling between the two. Slight edge to Yusuf. We just don't see it a lot. We don't see it a lot. Both under one takedowns per 15 minutes uh, with solid takedown defense. So I do expect this to be a stand-up battle for the most part. You know, just when we thought Barboza may be fizzling out towards the end of his career, he had back-to-back -back losses versus Giga uh, Chikatse and Bryce Mitchell. Uh, but then in his last fight, he got a huge win versus Billy Q, finishing him, moving down uh, in competition, yet still a tough fight, right? Billy Q is always a tough fight, very durable guy. You know, obviously looking at resumes here, Barboza wins that. Uh, he's been there, done that, fought everyone at 37 now. He still has that 37, always in great shape, maybe one of the best, best shapes out of any UFC fighter. Most people always think he's on things. Yusef's fighting very low-level guys, right? How good really is Yusef? His last two wins, Don Shannis and Bryce, uh, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy, not a bad win there. Um, when he did step up in competition, he lost. Arnold Allen uh, beat him. His best win so far against Andre Feely by decision. So not impressed uh, by Yusef's decision. And that's why I don't really understand the minus 170 price tag here. Uh, he has been injured as well. Uh, he does have some other things. He does some uh, breakdowns. Uh, he does have a YouTube channel. Uh, and, you know, Barbosa just all business in there. That's why I think there is some value here at plus 170. Uh, you know, Yusuf doesn't try to take the fight down. Like, the way to beat Barbosa, get the fight down to the ground, try to wrestle him. And Yusuf just doesn't do that. 0 0.18 per 15 takedown and a 12% accuracy, guys. Right? <laughs> Right? The way to beat Barbosa, don't just try to stand and bang with him. Try to get the fight down to the ground, wear him out. Yusuf just doesn't do that. Even though I still think he has a wrestling advantage over Barbosa. Barbosa is mainly a striker. Yusuf just doesn't have the numbers for me to back at minus 170. I'm not able to get there. Right? Barbosa has a fairly solid takedown defense, right? Over 70% at 75%. So 
Hard to see it really getting there. If Yusuf does get him down, hard to see him keeping him there. You know, Yusuf does have a sneaky, decent submission game. It's just, is he going to be able to get the fight down there? Right? So there is value here at plus 140 for Barboza. Not a fight that's going to make my client card. If it does, I'd probably look at fight not goes the distance. Uh, I have a hard time seeing Barboza go five rounds later in his career. Yusuf never has gone five rounds. You know, that's probably my favorite play here. Um... Get to pay up for it, you know. Two five parlay is an option, uh, but yeah, value with Barbosa. You got in my head. You asked me to play this just from a line standpoint and the numbers. I gotta take a small lean here on Barbosa at plus one forty. I do think there's some value there uh, at this current line. So if I had to play a side, it'd be Barbosa mainly due to the pricing. Co-main event: Maya minus one fifty versus Orojo plus one thirty. Not a main event again that you know no one asked for. It's a tough call here. Um, I think there is a slight value there with Arujo due to her having a wrestling advantage here. You know I do think Maya should be the favorite here. Maybe minus one twenty. Uh, so not a lot of value. Not enough value for me to run to the window to. Uh, Maya's back-to-back nice wins though. Uh, not high level against you know Casey O'Neill who has some promise but still raw and you know um, morose. Uh, who could be a tough fight at times? Just middle-level girls that she's getting win. When Maya steps up a competition, she loses those fights. Um, this isn't a step up, really. However, I do have Arugia with a slight wrestling and grappling advantage here. And that's how she could win this fight. Maya very strong. So I do think if Arugia does get the fight down there, I think Maya can get up. So I don't think it's a big wrestling advantage for Arugia. She's not like a pure wrestler. Um, but she does average over two takedowns per 15 minutes. Ruja has back-to-back losses, so I expect her to come out, you know, ferocious here uh, at her top game to avoid three losses in a row and a possible cut option for the UFC, right? So I always keep that in mind when a fighter has lost two in a row. You know, UFC, when they see three, four losses in a row, they're usually going to try to cut you. Women's division, maybe not as much, um, but it's always something to keep out of your back of your head. You know, Ruja's kind of in a do-or-die situation here. You know, I do think Maya is a slight better fighter uh, on the feet. I do think she's strong in there. She showed against Valentina before. Um, so I'm going to lean Maya. Uh, lean Maya here, not betting it. I do see a path here for Ruju in the wrestling department. Martinez, minus 130 versus Yana is plus one. And this is a fight I'm really looking forward to. Not a fight I'm running to the window to or, you know, to bet it for clients, but I'm really looking forward to this fight. You know, Giannis, I do think, is getting a bit undervalued here due to his last loss against Rob Font, who's a top five fighter in this division, and I do think he was rushed to this fight, right? Six straight wins for Martinez, quietly, right? Quietly six straight wins. Does have some nice wins in there as well. Said Nurmagomedov, Cub Swanson, Morales. Giannis, you know, was being hyped as the next big guy in the division, and then Rob Flynn slowed that down fairly quickly with a first-round finish. Don't think Giannis fought smart in that fight. Um, Giannis, you know, he's getting wins over guys like Kelly, Costa. Nice win over Davey Grant, who can be tough at times. That was his best win on paper. You know, the Flynn fight maybe was a rush. Like I mentioned, I do think it was a rush. I don't think he should have been fighting a guy like Rob Flynn that closely. I think they, you know, advanced him a little too quickly. You know, I think this Martinez fight probably should have been his next fight instead of Rob Font. Right? So, yeah, there is some value here. Plus 110 for Giannis. I like Martinez, though. Very well-rounded. Very good striker. Composed striker. I actually probably think he's a better striker than Giannis. But Giannis has that one-shot power. 
right? He, he has that opportunity to knock out Martinez. We have seen Martinez drop before. Um, so Giannis off a loss too. I think there's some value at plus 110. Am I going to be betting it? No. I want to watch this fight, see how it goes. Expect us to go over the two and a half rounds though. Could see the judges' scorecards. I think Giannis will be better in the defensive uh, in this fight, not you know approach it like the Rob Font fight. Pereira, minus 200 versus Petroski, plus 170. This could be a fun one as well. You know, step up for Petroski here. However, Pereira's moving up to 185 for this fight. He struggled to make 170 against... Remember, you're supposed to get a big fight against Steven Thompson. What happened? He missed weight <laughs> last time out. UFC said, yeah, you're going to 185, buddy. Never fought 185 in the UFC. However, he has fought 185 before outside of the UFC. So, you know, I do have concerns when seeing a min minus 200 price tag with Pereira due to a few things. One, he's a wild fighter. Very wild. Not a guy you want your money on a lot because you know he's unpredictable at times. You know, he does cartwheels and there flips, etc. And now he's moving up to 185. Uh, he has never fought 185. So there's concerns here. Even though I'm leaning Pereira for the pick on paper due to his striking advantage, I do think he can hurt Petrosky on the feet. Now, what I also like is his 91% Takedown defense, guys. Very high. Very high. At, at 170, though. Keep that in mind. How is it going to translate to 185 against a wrestler? Petrovsky wrestles. That's what he does. Right? He's going to chain wrestle, try to get this fight down to the ground. He averages over 4.5 per fight. Takedowns, guys. Solid submission rate as well. Right? So that's what this fight's going to all come around. You're backing Kenper, keep it on the feet, and hurt him on the feet. That's what this fight is going to entail. Petrovsky's not going to threaten Pereira on the feet. That's definitely not going to happen. I think I think Pereira has power at 170. I think it carries over to 185 as well. It's just, can he avoid the takedowns? Can Petrosky spam the takedowns? And I expect Petrosky also to gas and fight. Usually what happens, he gasses later in fights. Um, and Pereira will have a cardio advantage here. It's just a few un unknowns, right? How's Pereira going to come into this fight? And the 185 step up. So that's why I cannot bet it at minus 200. Video purposes, I take Pereira. Uh, I'll back Pereira. But at minus 200, it cannot be a bet for me this week. And I suggest it not to be a bet as well. Even though, gun to man, I take Pereira. Uh, but there's a few unknowns. So when there's unknowns, I just don't bet it. That's the system, guys. Right? Some people will just all oh, bet it right away. Uh, yeah, it's per minus 200. He's, he should win this fight. It's UFC, guys. Right? A lot of underdogs come in. Uh, and Petrovsky could come in as an underdog. It would be a huge win for him. Again, it's a big step up on his resume. right? So that's why I would have to look at Pereira here. Uh, he's fought the better guys. Has a lot more fights. It's just a concern of going to 185. I haven't seen it yet. Until I see it, and he shows me he can fight at 185 against a guy that's going to wrestle... Then I'll start backing him in the future. But yeah, I'll play Pereira. Is going to make my get my clients money? Uh, no, I want to see it before I bet it. Uh, Cherez minus 300 versus La Serarda plus 240. This is, this is a rematch, guys. Uh, this was one from the no contest last time um, about a month ago. Yeah, price is wild here, minus 300. I get it, right? The, the Mexican Cherez was going to win that fight. Um, and why you see it at this price. You know, Lacerata had some had some success getting this fight down to the ground. I think that's his only path. However, he does have cardio concerns, and he cannot wrestle all fight. 
right? He got he took down the, the Mexican a couple times, but when he took him down the second time, what happened? He got submitted, <laughs> right? So Lucero, how the Brazilian fights, he comes in, he just tries to take your head off early. Uh, in that fight, he kind of went to his wrestling. That's what I think he should do if he wants to try to win this fight. Remember, he's 0-4 in the UFC. He doesn't have a win in the UFC, guys. Exciting, yeah, but due to him being exciting, he's been finished a lot in the first round. So I don't think much changes here. You can't bet him at minus 300, though, the Mexican guy, because I do think Lucerda, you know, again, he's not, he doesn't have a win in the UFC. You know, he wants that win, of course. Uh, he's been in there with him already, the Mexican fighter, so he knows what to expect. And he does have that, you know, one-shot, you know, power that could end the fight. So um, do I think he's going to win the fight? No. Uh, do I want to bet the Mexican fighter on minus 300? No. And it's going up. I see it on some books, minus 350 uh, as well. So, you know, the play is going to be the Mexican fighter, Cherez, but it's probably not going to make my client card, guys. Uh, only a couple fights I actually like for clients this week, so it'll probably be a lower uh, volume card. A uh, good fight to open up the main event, guys. Good one. Rodriguez minus 150 versus uh, Seaman uh, plus 125, uh, the South African fighter. Both guys fairly raw, right? 25, 22. You know, I like this fight to open up the main card. It's like a young prospect type of fight. So, um, the South Africans undefeated at 9-0. And, oh, and Rodriguez coming off a big win versus 17-year-old at times. Hype prospect Rosa Jr., right? That was a big win for him. 3-0. and oh. Uh, for the South African in the UFC versus low-level guys. So this will be his toughest test yet. You know, he finished Terrence Mitchell in the first round last time out. Only 22 and fairly well-rounded. You know, I like his 5.4 strikes landed per minute. Uh, significant strikes. Wasn't getting submitted. Uh, um, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, let's see here. Let me look at the stats again. Yeah, Rodriguez 2.8. It's low. Right, it's low the 2.8. Uh, I do think, though, Rodriguez has a grappling and wrestling advantage here. And I think that's where he should go. He showed against Roses Jr. that he's very hard to submit. And he can wrestle, right? He got on top of uh, Roses Jr. in that last fight. Looked fairly strong on top. So I'm going to take Rodriguez here uh, at minus uh, 150. Not a terrible price. I do think at 22, uh, the South African may be still a little raw. Could win this fight. You know, he could win this fight. Like, the line's telling you it's almost a 50-50 fight. Uh, but I'm just I seen a little more from Rodriguez. Seen a little more, uh, and I do think he's a good fighter. So I am going to take him here uh, in this spot. That will do it, guys. That will do it. UFC Vegas 81 back at the Apex. Looking forward to next week's card. Looking forward to the breakdowns. Probably have a big client card next week. Uh, can't wait for that card. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and take care. <laughs>